it stresses me, me out. You gave me something for. Our I thought that's what you do. I don't know. I've never been married before. Do you fucking get each other gifts on your anniversary? How the fuck do I know? <laughs> Welcome back to Give It's It To Me Straight. Straight. Hello. Good morning. Ugh, it's not. I'm, it is a good morning. I'm just tired. <laughs> wow. That got a I little bit more deep. I have my morning voice on. Mine. <laughs> I have my morning voice on. Scratch this. Let's start again. Same. I I don't know how singers or vocal people do their warm ups, but I feel like we need to do some warm ups because it's so early. I feel like I just, I sound like I just. Me, 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 me. Me, me. I feel like I just smoked 10 packs of cigarettes. <clears throat> That's what it sounds like. Yeah, same. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Alex and I are back in our house right now. This is so nice. We have this nice table. I'm looking at you. We're not mm -hmm. at a Rubbermaid table right now. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Rubbermaid tables. No, we definitely utilize it for sure. So we're back in Virginia. We're back in our house. Kobe got a bath. I washed Kobe yesterday. He's a clean boy. Alex can breathe again. Her allergies aren't killing her. We're pounding through wedding edits. Just a, just a glorious day. We're at the downslope now of wedding season. We only have four weddings left. You know, you say that, but I just feel like there's this giant pile of edits. I know, but it's good to set goals and have like, feel like a sense of accomplishment. We've been getting at least like one edit out a week. Right. Which is good. At least we know, we know our threshold for next year. You know, like we know what we're not going to do. <laughs> Correct. We're not going to do a gazillion weddings. It's not like we chose to do that. I it know. was COVID's just yeah. a fucking asshole. Right. So, but give me a low, John. Let's just give jump you a in. low. Give you a low. Okay. My low. I don't want to give you my low first. I'm going to give you my high first. My high is Alex is leaving in what four hours to go visit her friends in Raleigh. That's really rude of you, John. You know, we you always can't... talk about me time and like literally, and we've bitched about it in previous episodes and we still haven't had any me time. <laughs> so the me time is this weekend. I'm saying peace out. No, it's good though. Like she gets to go see her friends and um, I get to play golf today and then I get to see my buddy oh, Goo later. That that's today. We're just going to take a break from editing. Well, I'm going to edit this podcast, but then we're going to take a break from editing for the weekend. Take the actual weekend off. Yeah, we need... <laughs> We need, all need a mental break. Um, poor Alex. She's she's starting to get like arthritis in her shoulder from clicking her mouse. Well, I mean, yeah, when you're spending at least like 15 hours at your computer in the same position. My OT, the OT in me wants to say like your ergonomic setup of your computer is wrong. Well, probably, but I don't think anyone is built to sit at their desk for that long. No. But it's just, again, we're trying to get... Get through I need to get edits. my dad, Big Dave, in here to come fix this custom table he made. Or you could just uh, stand behind me while I edit and just massage my shoulders. Yeah, because I'm not sitting next to you to the <laughs> left doing the same fucking thing. <laughs> get out of here with that. All right. Well, then we'll hire someone. You guys also, we had our two-year anniversary the other week. What's the protocol on like gifts and stuff like that? Or like, who's the one who needs? Who's the one who needs to? Uh, like organize the day. I mean, I think it comes down to communication, John, where you let the other person I don't know. know. Is, it like, is it a surprise? 
bottom line is I brought Alex out to dinner and got her like a massage envy gift card. <laughs> and Alex was like, oh, uh, wait, like Alex was the dude in the situation. Like, wait, we're like doing something. And she just like, like a couple days later, she gets me a fucking like little a cigar nice, humidor box. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice humidor, but you didn't let me know that we were doing anything. You're always the guy who's like, we're not doing gifts, right? So, but I, you know, what's two you already missed it's it. Like, you already missed the, you already missed the deadline. Whatever. Don't, don't get me something later. John, I don't oh want it. Oh my God. You're so dramatic. It's you're, fine. You're, you're you. That's what you are. Going into my low. I can Going only, into my low, yo. Alex is leaving me this weekend. Shut the fuck I'm up. I'm going to miss you. I can only fit a certain amount of things in my brain. Like my mental capacity for shit is just completely overloaded. So don't even come to me and be like, you're not thoughtful. Yeah, you're right. I'm not fucking thoughtful oh, this year. Here, now I got to come with the, the fucking broom and sweep up all the pieces for Alex. That's like what you're asking me to do because I didn't get you a gift card to massage. Anything. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I just said, what's the protocol? So... The solution is Honestly, you know, John, next year, I'm Alex. Alex is we need going me to, time right now. <laughs> Alex next year is going to be in charge of the anniversary. I, th I like our little like yeah, what yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. We we take turns. So like right. Alex will do dinner or whatever next year. Just like our Valentine's Day, I think is really cool. Yeah. We, we don't do the mainstream spend $300 at a restaurant, which is fine if you want to do that. I'm sure a lot of people just have their own traditions though when it comes to that. But for us, Valentine's Day is we just veg out and just get a bunch of crap food. We definitely don't veg out like veggies. We oh, veg yeah, out yeah. on the couch <laughs> yeah. we, and we eat like shit. Yeah. We pick a movie and then I'm in charge of like the dinner apps and then John gets the dessert and the drinks. That's right. I get all the dessert, baby. But that's what it's all about. Just spending time with each other. Whatever is important to you. You know what it is though? Like I think it comes down to kind of what your love language is like. Maybe yours is gift giving. That's not mine. Mine is quality mine, time. You know me. My love language is definitely not giving anything. I don't. Well, I don't. That's what I'm do saying. That. I'm not gave, creative. It stresses you gave me, me out. Something for. Our I thought that's what you do. I don't know. I've never been married before. <laughs> do you fucking get each other gifts on your anniversary? How the fuck do I know? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm lazy. So literally, my high, my low is the same thing. You're leaving me, which I'm happy about, but also I'm like a cat, and I just want you to be around. And now you're gonna leave. Yeah, me. I know so exactly. Like too. as soon as like. Later tonight, you're going to be calling me and you're going to say, are you coming home tomorrow or on Sunday? I like wish you cared me. as much about me as I care about you. You act like I don't care about you because I don't call you. It's like if I'm around other people, I'm not going to be rude and be texting you the whole time. I don't want you to text me all the time. Text me once a, once in the morning, once at the end of the night so I know you're alive because you do stupid shit. So I want to make sure you're <laughs> alive. <laughs> You do more stupid shit. Anyways, okay, what's your high and low? <laughs> yeah, you just are taking over the podcast today, John. Good, this is what it feels like. Alex and I the other day went on this podcast and basically talking about like weddings and things like that. And I maybe, for the 45 minutes we talked, I maybe had four lines that I said. Because Alex, you just take over. Okay, listen, if someone asks a question, you have a certain amount of seconds to respond. A certain amount of seconds, then, a half a second. No, that's what I'm saying. You don't so even like, look at me to if, make eye contact. You, You're like, I got this. If you are not jumping in, I am going to take over. Well, you know what? You're in my house also, now. Half, this is, also, this is my podcast. Half the time you misunderstand the question and you answer it completely <laughs> wrong. Like the amount of podcasts we've been on and like you just completely disregard the actual question and what it means and answer something Well, I do else. think it's I do think it's tough because the podcast we go on, it's people want to talk to us about what we're experts in, but it's really what you're an expert in. <laughs> so it's, whether it's tech stuff 
or it's about weddings. I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of like just getting into this. I'm like, go ahead, Alex, take take charge. <laughs> no, you say Talk things. to me about like Virginia Tech football or talk to me about food. I'm such a bro. <laughs> talk to me about man things. <laughs> no, I'm like the last thing that a, that a, a manly man. Talk to me about my pre-workout. I can't. <laughs> I can't build anything. <laughs> I only know a little bit about college football. Sports. Yeah, I don't Listen, know shit about can't, sports. You can't do it all, you know? Talk to me about cleaning supplies. But you do enough for me. <laughs> you do me. That's right. And that's enough. Okay. <laughs> that's all that Okay, matters. let me jump into my highs and lows. My low is that we came back to our place in Richmond, and I was like, oh, it's fall. Even though we're only going to be here for one week, um, we'll be back in November, which is still technically fall decor you know i mean unless you're a crazy person who decorates for christmas before thanksgiving so i was like let me just go to home goods see what they have no there is nothing there's not a single fucking pumpkin there's not a leaf there's there's literally no fall decor left in home goods how much were the pumpkins at costco that you bought six dollars they're so big per pumpkin yeah they're huge so we got real pumpkins from costco but i wanted like decorations that i could put up that way like when we come back in november they're still around so that's my low i could care less i know you could care less. i could care i think it's such a stupid thing wait no 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 is this saying i could care less or i couldn't care less i couldn't care less yeah correct that's the way whatever it's just all these (laughs) fucking holidays you gotta spend money on stupid shit like decorating listen if that's what makes me feel happy then do it go ahead just don't involve me no and i didn't ask you i didn't say john what is your opinion on adding some fall fall decor to the house like my poor dad my mom's like oh she used to get all these little nutcracker figurines they're so expensive too she's like oh for christmas hundreds of them or like just putting up decor. My mom like loves that stuff, but she just drags my dad into it, and he's got to put all the lights up, <laughs> put the tree up, do all this shit. And it's like it's called it's something- marriage. <laughs> that's what marriage is, John. Helping your significant other decorate Compr- the house. Compromise, but that's a that's a rough compromise. <laughs> Not really. What's he, I mean, what's he getting in return? I don't know. I know what I'll give you in return. <laughs> that's not what I want. You want to talk about it? What alone time. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that was my low, my high. You get to go see your friends. That's your fucking high. No. I feel like we have a lot of highs. There's a lot of good things going on, which is great. Hashtag blessed. But my high is shooting Steph and Greg's wedding. They're two of our dear friends. Steph was on the podcast. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. But yeah, yeah Steph, so- uh, she was actually on our podcast. Yeah, but they had been engaged forever. They postpone their wedding because of covid but the, it, they just had like the most fun day it was a good day seeing seeing steph and greg happy seeing greg out of his element i love <laughs> yeah. that but like half our family was there too so it was just fun to be able to like party with half our family yeah and just with them it was such a good day okay moving on okay john what are we talking about change can people change and believe it or not fun fact john is back here we go what do you got for us john oh i got a lot i mean do you want to say anything first I want to say I like your face. I just have a lot of uh, I got a lot of things here. So all my information because I'm lazy I is from one website. I know you're supposed to have multiple websites, but like, just one. Wh- yeah, just source from several. Healthline.com. Things. Okay. I feel like in relationships, this is a never-ending question. Like if someone goes through a breakup or someone is getting together with someone or if like you're meeting someone from years ago, the ultimate question is, do people change? And I feel like depending on who you're talking to and what the scenario is of the person that you're talking to, 
you will change what you say based off of that. Because I feel like I've told people like, oh, well, people change. And then in certain situations, I'm like, people don't change. I feel like it just goes back and forth. So like, what do you ultimately think? I mean, you can't make someone change. The person can only change if they truly want to change themselves. Right. I just feel like there's a constant back and forth between people do change or people don't change. Like it's kind of in the middle. Like there's gray area. And I know that we had mentioned it from the movie Bridesmaids when they talk about it while they're playing tennis. And it's like, I do believe that people change. They just grow or Uh, whatever. People who are who they are, you know, and I don't know. I feel like there is some gray area. Like people are who they are, but do they change? So according to this website, though, your personality can change because it changes over time through adulthood. And actually PubMed, which is a valuable source, was saying that most change in your personalities between the ages of 20 and 40 years old. Because hmm. you're still trying to find, figure out who you are and find right. yourself, blah, 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 ex- experiences. But what doesn't change, and they call it the big five, are your core elements. And you kind of go off of this. Your openness to experience, consciousness, extroversion. So if, like, if you're a fucking introvert, like that's that's who you are. You're, that's going to be hard to change unless like you you get into a relationship whether it's right. friends or whatever, and it kind of changes you. Your agreeableness and your neurotism, which is like your negative thoughts, anxiety, irritability, anger, stuff like that. But like all this stuff stems from childhood pretty much, or like your experiences. I feel like everything, if you are if you have a traumatic experience and you-, you just fucked yeah, off the get-go. It's like, oh, get-go? it's get-go. I don't, here we go again. I don't know. <laughs> Look it up. But from I feel the beginning. Like, yeah. I feel like- everything can be traced back to your childhood. Like really it's like why I have kids because no matter what, you're just going to like, you're going to fuck up your kids. <laughs> right. Right. But if this is, if this is like you're in a relationship and you want your significant other, or your partner to change, like it's on them to do that. But like you can help them along the way and like guide them to success. I guess if you're kind of just, you know, you're supportive of, of them and you're, encouraging them as well like along the way because they're going to have hiccups they're not going to just be like okay i'm going to i'm going to be a more organized person and they're just going to do it like there's going to be highs and lows up and downs inconsistencies and you just have to stay strong through that well and this is why when there's like that saying like when people show you who they are the first time believe them and it's like if people are showing you toxic personality traits that is who they are you know and you are not going to change them. And I think a lot of females especially like to take in guys or I don't know, maybe guys do this too, where they do need help. Like, like they project. Have, yeah, like they have mommy issues or daddy issues and like I'll make them a better person and we'll work through this together. And it's like you can you can think that you want to change this person all that you want, but you're, they're not going to change unless they want to change. Right. And that's like when you give advice to someone, right? It's like you could be yelling the same piece of advice to them for years, but until they are ready to change, they're not going to do anything about it. Exactly. It's it's self-reflection. Yeah. It's self-awareness. And then it's going to be like self-directed change. Mm-hmm. Like that person has to realize that they're doing something wrong and want to do something about it. And then work towards it. Because it's like anything in life, you have to be consistent and consistently work towards something like mental change, physical change. If you want to change your body, you have to be consistent, eating healthy, going to the gym. It's not something that happens overnight. You have to be consistently working towards change. Exactly. So like, have you ever been in a relationship where someone had a behavior that you weren't happy with and they were like, I'm going to change? I just want you to know it's never been me 
that needs to change because like, I'm, I'm amazing. Perfect. But I've given the ultimatum. Like there has been a behavior that I did not like in that relationship. It's normally around drinking. And I think I went about it all wrong where I would say, I'd almost give like an ultimatum. Like you better stop being a fucking shit show drunk or I'm going to leave you. But it's it needs to be something that they want to do. So that never really worked. <laughs> Because uh, the line I wanted to use was giving an ultimatum might not work because the person may view it as you exerting control. Correct. Well, and if you think of any relationship, people, I think, have a tendency to go against the grain. And they're like, oh, because you're telling me to do this, I'm not going to fucking oh, listen to you. I always say, I'm like, yeah. don't tell me what to do. Or, you know, you go to the other extreme and you go through a breakup. And then that's when someone is desperate to get you back. And they're like, I'm going to change. Change We're it for the wrong it. reasons. Yeah. Or, yep. or again, it's... I think in the moment, like it's not necessarily a lie. I think that people do have the intention to change for their partner. They want to be a better person and a better version of themselves. But are they actually willing to implement the work and put the work in to change? You know, I think that that's what it comes down to. When when people ask the question, can you change? It's like, I don't know. Do you want to change? I still feel like you're changing for the wrong. Re you're changing for that person. Not for yourself. Well, I guess that could be like a motivating factor for you to change. Like, okay, not necessarily. Now I'm self-reflecting on like I was being a shithead. Well, right. Like if you know that the behavior that you were doing was bad behavior or a toxic trait, you know, then I wouldn't say that you're changing for that person if you know that like what you're doing is not great behavior. I guess I'm just saying the most successful changes happen when, when it's yeah. self-motivated, not external factors. Right. I feel so fucking smart. I'm using all these big ass words. I'm like, I'm a oh fucking genius. Have you ever changed a behavior? <sighs> like even just like looking back a few years ago to like you as a person now, not necessarily a toxic behavior, but just like I'm overall. consciously making an effort to try to not be a judgmental, judgmental person yeah <laughs> and it's not working i because i can tell that the older i get the worse it's getting like i'm consciously knowing that i'm being this way and i feel like it's only gonna get worse because the it older be. the older people i know they don't give a fuck their filters just go away which isn't always a bad thing but in some situations it's not great like well, your etiquette there's sometimes my grandma she just says whatever the fuck is on her mind Chrissy, my cousin's girlfriend, was telling us she colored her hair. She looks beautiful. but she's, She looks like the rest of you now. Well, all you brunettes. I love it. She looks so beautiful. And so obviously stunning. And then my grandma saw her and was like, I don't like your hair. <laughs> and just straight up was like, no, nope, not your color. It's funny, though, because like when it comes from an older person, you kind of brush it off. But if it's like your peer, you take more offense to it, I think. Depends who it comes from, I guess. And where is it coming from a place of like, I'm trying to hurt your feelings or I'm trying to help you out? I guess I'm so used to working with older adults that I just have to brush all the hateful shit that they oh say to gosh. me. Oh my gosh. People say some... I remember when you would go to work and you would come home and people would say some crazy shit to you. People would talk about sucking your dick. Oh, I, I don't know why you just whispered that. <laughs> As if like sucking I'm in a room dick. around other We're people. We're at our own house. Your yeah. mom's not going to hear you. Fine. People would talk about slobbing on your knob. Oh, I know. <laughs> no filters. I got sexually harassed I felt daily. like I had to go in and like show myself and be like, I will beat you guys up. I don't care how not old you nothing. are, Mary. Was, not for nothing. I mean... The sexual harassment wasn't just from the patients. <laughs> the women that worked that I worked with were just as brutal. Yeah, I mean, you had some 
some thirsty ladies in there. They wanted a piece of you. But I feel like, you know, obviously maturity plays a huge role in personality change as well. Like you're not going to be the same person at 30 that you are at 15 that you were at 15 like oh, you're okay like, i was gonna say 30 to 40 no i'm saying like because you know those are like your formative years blah 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 but well, I you're think developed that, you're still growing what is it till 25 yeah i think like your, your brain your brain is developmental. Yeah. well that has to do with your right. personality but again like your habits play a toll like i think it's just all about consistency like if you were someone who sleeps in and you want to be someone who wakes up early like you're not just gonna wake up early you have to be consistent with it until it becomes a habit and then it becomes who you are and I, what do they say they say like well that's where tell- you, that's where you have to break down too that that's a very good point not just wishing something like i'm i, I sleep wish- in so instead i need to set an alarm i need to have my clothes ready whatever's going to make you more like you need like little steps. In right. That. Or again, like you were talking about becoming a, a more organized person or like a clean person. It's like it's not just going to happen overnight. Like break it down, baby steps, small goals. Right. But, you know, if I were to look back a year from now, even um, before we did this podcast, would I have been so comfortable talking on a microphone or showing up on Instagram stories? No, like that stuff used to make me sweat. But I feel like because we've consistently been doing it, you know, I wasn't great at it to start. I was a nervous wreck. I just wasn't comfortable doing it. And I don't think anything in the beginning when it's new, whether that be a behavior or some type of new action that you're trying to implement into your life, nothing is going to be comfortable in the beginning. Right, right. Going to the gym, eating healthy. You're like, what the fuck? I don't want to do this. (laughs) What would you say to someone who's maybe struggling in a relationship waiting for someone to change? Oh, my God. That's tough. Like, how much patience do you have? Like, do you truly love this person? Do you see yourself with this person? Because it's going to take fucking time. It's going to be tough. But also, like, if it's a pattern, they consistently are doing something wrong or something that you're not comfortable with or don't agree with. Like, read the room. Time to go. Yeah, I think a lot of times people hold on to the promise that others are going to change, you know, especially if you're in a relationship, you love them. And if they're promising this behavior because it sounds good at the time, but they're never following through, how many times you have to listen to them until you just have to fucking believe them that they're not going to change, like believe their actions. Well, also listen to the words that they're saying, like, I want to change for you. Like, are they changing for you or are they changing for themselves? Right, right. You know, picking up on those little, little things, I think are important as well. I mean, honestly, if you're if they're constantly doing something, they're not going to fucking change. Right. I think, again, if it's a pattern of behavior that is just going in circles, you're going to continue going in circles. Like, is there a timeline for this kind of stuff? Like, I, I think you can set one for yourself. But again, it's like what you were t- talking about with an ultimatum. I don't think ultimatums are really going to work. No, but I would hate if you gave me an ultimatum. Right. You know? Because you kind of tell me what to do and like, that's already putting me in the wrong category of trying to change, I feel like. I don't know. Right. I mean, and we touched on this earlier, but I just think if someone keeps promising these things to you and they keep falling short, you have to set a timeline in your head. I think it's okay to set an ultimatum for yourself. I don't think ultimatums for other people work, but I think that for you, you could say, it's just hey. like a hard st- it's a hard stop. You're like, hey, I've trusted that this person is going to change X amount of times. Like, are, are you not exhausted? Also, don't feel waiting? guilty either. Like you gave up on someone, you know, I, I feel like people will try to like, oh, well, they're trying. And like, if I leave them now, mm-hmm. you know, I, 
I gave up on. I'm like, fuck that. It's like at what point... You can't dictate or control other people's emotions or what they do. Right. At what point are you sacrificing your happiness trying to stick around for this person to change who, if they don't want to change themselves, they're not going to. So you're just waiting around. What is it? The Cinderella story. Waiting for the rain in this California drought. I have no idea. <laughs> with with uh, Lizzie McGuire, the uh, uh, Hillary Duff. When she's with Chad Michael Murray, the Cinderella story. No, I never watched that wait, fucking it's movie. It's like waiting for rain. I, I think it's something like that. But it's true. I think my... Something, s- something and disappointing. Never going to happen. <laughs> you and I both have people in our lives that we know are in toxic relationships. Everyone knows someone in a relationship that they are waiting for their partner to change. We both know people in relationships or who have been in relationships where they're waiting for their partner to change some form of toxic behavior. And it's really tough as a family member or friend when you're watching someone so close to you wait on this person who ultimately is not going to change their behavior. They have to get to the point where they're exhausted themselves because I think it goes back to... Do you feel like you have to hit like bottom? You have to bottom out before there's a change? No, I mean... I I I feel like like most changes though is when that happens. I've seen some people hit bottom and it still doesn't... I'm like, where the fuck is the bottom? You know, like... I'll rephrase this. I'll say that the only times that I've seen people change is when they've hit rock bottom. If I've ever seen it. I guess I've... Think about people who are alcoholics and they just are a train wreck, go down a spiraling hill, and then they like come to Jesus moment and they get into religion and stuff like that. Maybe, That's the change. Maybe, but I guess I've just seen so many people where I think that this is rock bottom for them and then it's like the bottom does not exist, you know? No, I get that. I get what you're saying. But if you were going to look at a category of when people change, they hit rock bottom or they just come to some self-realization, like where, where do people mostly fall in? Which category? when they hit rock bottom. I'm guessing. I'm just assuming so. You don't think so? No, because I think that there's a lot of people who have good like self-reflection and they are able to adjust and make and micromanage and make those changes before they hit rock bottom. But I don't know. I don't I don't know. I guess I'm basing off of like what I've observed before. Exactly. Like you have like AA or But those are those are extreme cases that you're seeing people and you're like, oh, this is why they changed. Whereas like you don't know the person who maybe was struggling internally and well, they just like weren't. Well, you don't hear about that. Well, you right. know? Okay. Or, or again, like just behind closed doors, if someone is dealing with something on their own, you know, and they are able to Correct work towards it, it yeah. before they hit rock bottom. But true. I don't I don't know. Again, I think that you can't control someone else's behavior. Only they can. So if you're waiting on someone else to change, you're going to be fucking waiting around for the rest of your life. Well, hold on. Not necessarily. No, un- unless they want to. Like, you can't change their behavior for them. They have to be the person to implement these new practices. Right. And okay. Change. So we've pretty much said the same thing about 100 times. <laughs> that person needs to fucking change. Because <laughs> yeah. no, they want to. But the ultimate question is can people change yes if they want to (laughs) okay moving on to would you rather okay alex would you rather have hot sauce shits the rest of your life or burp every five minutes but it being the stinkiest garlic nasty beer burp you've ever had so you're either shitting out flames every time you take a shit or well what kind of hot sauce because (laughs) <laughs> There's lots of different types and just, just keep it broad like your buttholes. It's hot, you know, like the scorching, like it, it burns coming out. I just like I'm sick of the would you rather's about your bowels, but I guess I would rather have hot sauce shits. Like I don't 
if I'm just pooping the True, once like, a day, I'd rather that. I mean, sometimes than like you don't bur- poop for a week, so that's only when we're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I have very healthy bowels, John. Oh, man, I would have to agree. That sounds terrible, though. But can you just promise that next week you're not going to no. fucking talk about this? Like you're such a boy. This is such like typical boy behavior. Well, to, this question like, was from a female, let's but talk sure. about poops and peepees. Well, what's yours then? <laughs> Let me ask, John. Would you rather shut the fuck up? Or... <laughs> okay, John, I have a would you rather specifically for you based off of what we're watching and your biggest fears. Okay. Would you rather go to Squid Games and potentially win $20 million and you just have to go once? It's not like you have to go like every year. Or would you rather be a dive instructor? I knew you were going to say something with sharks. And so for seven days a week, Every day you're diving in the ocean (laughs) and that's your career. So like you have to see my eyeballs right now, people. (laughs) So, you know, seven days a week. And hold on for those of you guys who don't know Squid Games, it's on Netflix, but it's basically people who have financial problems. It's a French show. No, it's Korean. Did you say French? (laughs) You were joking. Did that go over my head? Yes. (laughs) Um, and they have the potential to win millions of dollars if they go through like these really high risk games in like this underground society. <laughs> but good cliff note. Yeah, I got. I don't know if that's so. I'm a diving instructor. Or seven days a week. Yeah. Yeah. Or for the what rest of your life. What am I doing life, as a diving instructor? Like you're scuba diving. Like you're going down a hundred feet. Like you have. You're in the open ocean seven days a week. Is it clear? Well, hundred hundred feet. So it's dark. I don't. I don't know. How far do people oh scuba dive? Oh my god! Yeah. I don't know. So you're holy shit! I don't in know. In the open ocean, seven days a week for the rest of your life, or you go to Squid Games once and you. How do I die in Squid Games? Is it just a bullet straight to the to no, the? No, like you don't necessarily have to die, but yeah, how well, how they're I know, current. Like, oh, I guess I know. I'm already like I know I'm gonna die. Oh well, I don't uh, know. Like you might not die, John. I don't know how it ends. We haven't finished Squid Games, so what's my life situation? You know, am I married? Do I have kids? Um, it's current. It's, it's current. with me. So I'm married to you. Okay, then definitely get shot in the face. No, um, John, <laughs> what? I think the shark one. You would be because, a dive instructor. Because I at least I get to go home and st- spend the night with you as I lose a limb by limb randomly but throughout what the if years you from just shark go, attacks. What if you just go to Squid Games and when you come back and then we're millionaires? I'm just looking at like the risk reward here or just the risk like... I get, you know, maybe Squid Games. And because the shark thing, unless I start getting like comfortable with it, I'm going to have such high anxiety every single day of my life that I'm going to actually probably die Die early. Die early. I just want to have fun. I feel like I would have anxiety and just die of a heart attack in Squid Games. As soon as they started shooting people, I'd be like, I'm done. Oh my God. That's a really fucking hard question. Yep. Go for glory. I think I'd have to go for glory. Because I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be with the fucking sharks. I can't do it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no. You guys Watching see, my back, you open water. See John's face right open now. water. John's genuinely thinking. Did of you it. see the video? <laughs> so scared of like the scuba diver and his friends like filming him from the back in murky water, and he's like, "Yo, what up?" Underwater, and this shark comes. Like you couldn't even see him until he's five feet behind him and like bumps his head. <gasps> do you remember? No. That? Like bumps his head. Like oh shit! Like ran into him. Fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Unless I get a hundred harpoon guns, or the underwater guns, you know. You could have those. I'm my anxiety is building up right now. 
I could tell you haven't blinked in like a three minutes straight. <laughs> Not fucking Hunger Games. I'll I'll beat somebody at uh, hopscotch or something. Whatever the fucking <laughs> games that they play. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's it. Oh God, that was terrible. Probably top two worst questions you've ever asked me. Thank God we're moving on. Moving on to our next section. Give it to me straight where we answer all of your burning questions. If you guys have anything you want to ask us, you can email us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com. Okay, Alex, question number one. My girlfriend and I have been together for a, a little over a year now. We both decided to get a dog because neither one of us have ever had a pet before, but always wanted one. After a couple of months, I noticed that I was taking in more and more of the responsibilities when it comes to our dog. Both of us work out of the house. I normally come home first, so I usually am the one feeding, walking, and playing with the dog. I've talked to my girlfriend about helping out more, but she always says, well, you come home earlier than me. Mind you, I only get home around 25 to 30 minutes before her. Is it even worth making it into a bigger issue, or am I better off just sucking it up? Um, Wait, you said they're dating? Yeah, they're just dating. Well, I think, number one, this is like a really slippery slope. I hate when people are just dating and they get a dog together and think that, like, you should have shared responsibilities. You can share the responsibilities, but I just think that, like, don't be in la-la land. Whose dog is it? God forbid something happens, you guys break up. Do you, well, do you actually sign paperwork? Like, this? How, um, how does that work? Because I've never... Yeah, I think when I got Kobe, I did. I just feel like there should be a designated person if you're just dating whose fucking dog it is. Because I've seen time and time again, people run into the situation and a dog can really get in the middle. I don't know. If you guys are completely like 50 Well, he's in it now. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean, though. Like, I would kind of have this conversation. Like, no one wants to have the icky conversation of if, if something happens, because this is not obviously the path that you're planning on going down but you know if whatever if you guys are stuck on like you're you both have ownership of the dog you want to get married regardless you have to communicate about sharing the responsibility communication you know or is she taking on other responsibility in the house that maybe you aren't like is she doing the cooking and the cleaning and taking out the trash while you are taking care of the dog or are you guys splitting the roles like maybe just talk to her about Investing more time in the dog that you both so adopted you gotta look, together. You got to look at everything like other places where you're lacking that she's picking yeah. up the slack on. Yeah. I think the one thing I'm taking away from this is... Or who wanted the dog? Did you both want it? or did? Yeah, you... I, I think they both want They said they both didn't have pets before. No, but like did one per like did you want the dog more than she did maybe this is like me asking you i don't know alex i don't have all the fucking <laughs> details but the one thing i i'm taking away from this is i i'm seeing where i could see where he's like is it even worth me bringing it up like if anything's bothering you it's worth bringing up even doesn't matter how small it is cuz it's like Oh, I got to take care of the dog. Is yeah. it really that big of a deal? But like, if it is a big deal to you, then bring it up. Right. It Otherwise, might not be a big deal to other people, but it's bothering feeling, you. Yeah. This feeling might fester and then turn into something bigger into like when you guys are arguing and then you'll, then you'll be like, well, I fucking take care of the dog. Oh, Why yeah. we got the dog? <laughs> it's like, just have the conversation before it turns into something bigger than it is. Right. But N nip that in the butt. But with that said, you know, I would reflect and be like, what, like, what are our roles? What do we do when it comes write to it helping? Down. Yeah, yeah, write it down. Have, if I know anything, it's have some backup, have some ammo behind it before you bring it up. But a, a dog is a responsibility. You know, if you're both taking on this living thing, you are both you committing both to, it. to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but definitely, well, especially playing with dog. I hope she's playing with the dog. I mean, it shouldn't just be you. <laughs> 
why the fuck did she get an animal then if she's like mm, you know i don't want to not saying she is like that but right okay question number two Hi, Alex and John. I found you both on TikTok a few months ago, and I love listening to your podcast. I started making TikToks for fun and recently had one video reach over 100,000 views. I'd love to get my husband to jump on board and create some content with me, but he's not interested at all. Do you think I could convince him? If so, how? Or should I continue creating content alone? Figure out what's motivating to him. Or no, that's that's it. What do you no? Because <laughs> like I didn't want to I didn't want to start doing TikToks with you. And like at first, maybe I was like, well, this is important to her, so I'll do it. But then when I was like, wait, you can make money off of this? <laughs> the I'm way, in. The way that I like had the way that I was able to convince John was by pre-planning. I was like, I have this script that I want us to do trying trying to make it as easy as possible but if he's really not comfortable showing up on camera like i just knew that oh, john yeah. didn't care you know like john wasn't no wasn't an embarrassed person yeah it was more or less just like he would rather spend his time doing other things and because it is time consuming to create some tiktoks um so i think it's just figuring out why he doesn't want to do it and then if he, just respecting his boundaries you know but if it's really just because of time or he thinks they're dumb you can absolutely convince him <laughs> that's actually a really good point like i would come home from work and alex already had lined up like this is exactly what you have to do it'll yeah. take like two minutes just say this shit or <laughs> do this movement yeah and that was it right but like if it's not structured and you're like oh wait we're gonna do this again or we do it like that because i remember in the beginning there were some tiktoks that were a little bit more involved and if the lines were really hard to memorize or we well, just no, like, well that's on me but like no, no, if but, you're just not organized with what you want i'm so because what's motivating to me or like what's important to me is efficiency yeah and i hate dicking the off. one i'm thinking of specifically is like way back when we first started and like we drew the eyes on our chin and did like the upside down oh, faces the brothers one yeah and we almost got a divorce from filming that tiktok i'm gonna put bars of soap in a pillowcase i'm gonna beat the shit out of you yeah are you asleep shut the fuck up <laughs> but uh yeah so i just think figure out why he doesn't want to um and then potentially you can convince him but otherwise respect his boundaries and you know some people just don't want to show up on camera and i get that uh, but that's all that we have for you guys today. If you're loving our podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Like and subscribe. Comment. Tell email. us what you're loving, not what you're not loving. Um, otherwise, we we'll see you guys next week. If you have any questions you want to email us, you could reach us at hello at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. You could find us on Instagram at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. You could go to our TikTok at Give It To Me Straight and our website at Give It To Me Straight Podcast.com. That's all that we have for ciao, today. Ciao. Bye. Bye.